Hi, and welcome to The Gene Space, where I talk about music, life in an autistic household, writing, reading, and my various experiments in getting through the day, as well as the rabbit holes I've dived down lately. I'm so glad you're listening. This one's about a visit to a park by myself. I first made a solo visit to a park when I was about age five. We had just moved to Alexandria, Virginia, and there was a park just down the street with climbing structures and a big hill and a brook at the bottom. And I have no idea why my parents were okay with me going to that park on my own, but kids were in general more free rangers at the time. And the only time I had any kind of incident, which was a bloody nose while sledding down that big hill, was when my parents were both there. So go figure. I still love exploring parks and playgrounds, and today's essay is about one such exploration, with a little local history thrown in as well. Enjoy the show! A cloudy day in February was not the most obvious time to visit the Paul Revere Heritage Site in Canton, Massachusetts. But I just couldn't wait. I hadn't realized that Canton, which is the town next to mine, had a Revere connection. Now, there are Revere thises and thats all over this state, and Revere himself is woven into Massachusetts history and mythology. Longfellow's poem, Paul Revere's Ride, is mostly a fairy tale, but you can see objects that Revere actually made in the Boston Museum of Fine Arts. One of the first touristy things I did on moving here, in fact, was visit Boston's North End, which includes the Old North Church and its tower, a statue of Revere on a horse, and a house that Revere owned. Also, there are many, many nearby establishments purveying delicious Italian pastries. I'd learned about the Canton Revere site in a brochure from the library. The copy promised nine acres of park, waterfalls, a mill pond, walkways, something called interpretive signage, 19th century buildings, a museum, and a restaurant called the Northern Spy. I'm considering a possible revisit of the notion that gratitude is something I ought to practice, and this excursion was part of that experiment. You may have watched the videos or read the articles. A gratitude practice which is often described by its proponents as the process of listing three things you're grateful for one time a day, can help you sleep better, feel happier, and be more creative. Who wouldn't want to achieve such big things with such little effort? The drawback is that it seems too easy, too much like a clickbait article selling one small change that guarantees six-pack abs. And also, I tried gratitude lists a few years ago with bad results. My emotions and perceptions just wouldn't cooperate. Then I came across this question in the 3,000 Questions About Me book that I use sometimes to figure out what I think about things. The question was, when and where were you happiest? It had been a grief-laden 2024 so far, but I could still easily fill a journal page with answers, some of them nostalgic, getting married in our apartment, walking near a pond or an ocean, any waterway really, watching my kid on stage at Symphony Hall, playing with a pet, making music, 
Reading the first chapter of the first novel of the Expanse series. Dining with friends. Exploring new places. Eating grilled cheese sandwiches, etc., etc. I watched yet another creator tout the virtues of gratitude and wondered if my happiness list could approach the benefits of a gratitude practice without grumpiness that hits me when my emotions are coerced. So I set out to explore a new place. Rolling Mill Way? said my husband Dave. Never heard of it. My car's GPS, which has not been updated for a while, hadn't either, but on my second time down Revere Street, of course there would be a Revere Street nearby, I found the park, which was across the street from a bunch of condos. There was plenty of parking. The river bent around the space. At one end were two buildings from the 1800s, as advertised, a barn and a copper rolling mill, which contained the restaurant and an exhibit hall. Both of them were closed on a winter weekday morning. The bulk of the part was close-clipped grass, crisscrossed with sidewalks. If I'd read the brochure more carefully, I would have already known that the site is still being developed, with an official opening set for the summer of 2025, more than a year from now. In winter 2024, the place was mostly bones, but I like bones. The interpretive signs were already in place, blue and green and white, each with an entertaining historical nugget. I learned that Paul Revere had lived mostly in Boston, but he'd spent his summers in the town of Canton. In 1800, he set up a mill on the Neponset River to roll copper into sheets. The Revere Copper Company's copper was used on the domes of the Massachusetts State House and the New York City Hall, on the hull of Old Ironsides, and in the steamships of Robert Fulton, among other places. The park developers had clearly fastened on Revere's progression from artisan to industrialist as their theme. Each sign concluded with a capitalism-positive question at the bottom, such as, Do you think innovation is necessary for invention? Revere wrote a poem about his life in Canton, which makes it sound just as much bucolic as capitalistic. It begins, At early morn I take my round, Invited first by hammer's sound, the furnace next, then rolling mill, till breakfast's called, my time doth fill. After breakfast, Revere attends to his business some more, then relaxes with his dog and his gun for a bit under the shade of an oak tree. He reads a book at noon to feed his mind, and in the evenings he spends time relaxing with friends, then goes to bed. He writes like someone who has achieved what I'd love to get from a gratitude practice, although I kind of doubt that he used a daily list of three things. Maybe the mechanics aren't important. What's the point of gratitude? The most appealing description I found comes from Grateful.org, oddly enough from an article on when gratitude journaling is harmful. The point of a practice is to bring gratitude to anything that genuinely summons hope from within. I like that, but I think I would slant it a little bit. The point, for me at least, is to identify things that summon hope, and also to be able to feel that hope, no matter how faint. I was not the only human in the park. There were dog walkers and joggers, and a guy with a cigarette and a duffel bag who disappeared into the back entrance of the Northern Spy. 
I was the only person who stopped at the signs. I followed the sidewalk closest to the river for a bit. The path crossed over a bridge and into a space between some condo backyards and the river. Each condo had an enclosed three-season room that opened onto a deck. Almost none of these rooms had closed curtains, and all were empty of occupants, and I happily imagined people into them. The rooms seemed eager to host convivial evenings, like the ones that Revere describes towards the end of his poem, when he says, In social chat, our time we pass, drink all our friends in parting glass. Feeling something, I headed back to my car, nature on one side, community on the other, and soft budding hope between. Thanks so much for spending a bit of your day here. And that's it for my second video podcast. The accompanying uh, images are from the Revere site, which I hope give you a flavor of the space in the dead of winter and before it's officially opened. As you can easily tell, uh, videos are a developing skill. And like most of my developing skills, I procrastinated working on it until I had no other choice. Even though Get Better at Making Videos has been on my yearly ambitions list since 2020. Therefore, I'm choosing to be grateful for the chance to learn new things and be more creative with these pieces. We'll see how I do, and thanks so much for coming along on the ride. Today's essay comes from my WordPress blog, which is also called The Gene Space, if you'd like to read the original or some of my other work. There's a link in the description. Also, if you're inclined to support this show, that would be much appreciated. Every little bit helps. There's a donations button on my homepage. Until next time, be well. <laughs>